Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Galatians 3, 15 through 29. If you went to church this last Sunday, and I hope you did, you probably heard your pastor in the sermon use at least one illustration, right? What's going on there? Well, they're trying to explain something to you, and so they use something common, something you should be able to understand, and they use that to teach you something that may be harder to understand. And that is what we're going to see Paul begin to do here in the end of Galatians chapter 3. And this illustration is going to help explain some of these crucial truths that we have been seeing of how we are saved and how we grow, not through works, but by faith. And he's been going back to Abraham. He's been preaching what I and others like to refer to as the gospel according to Abraham. And you say, wait, what's that? Well, Abraham shows us that we are justified by faith. And you see this extensively in the book of Romans and now here in Galatians. Abraham shows we are saved, we are justified by faith. And this issue that came up so often in the early church of circumcision, we'll go back to Abraham and he shows he was justified before he was circumcised. And even his circumcision just showed the faith that he had in God and in his promises. So what were they to do with these requirements of the law? And that's what we're going to see more of answered today through this illustration. He says, to give a human example, brothers, let me use an illustration, basically, in verse 15. Even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it has been ratified. Once a covenant has been made, you don't just get to change the terms of it. And so basically, he's saying God made these promises to Abraham that ultimately we see, uh, and to your offspring, we're looking forward to Christ through those promises. But then this Mosaic covenant that comes 430 years later, it doesn't change the conditions of the covenant made to Abraham. And if you want to be one of Abraham's sons, you don't need to follow the Mosaic law. You need to have faith. And then that raises a very valid question in verse 19. Why then the law? Okay, why did we need the law? Then, well, it was added because of transgressions until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made, and it was put in place through angels by an intermediary. Now, an intermediary implies more than one, but God is one. Is the law then contrary to the promises of God? Certainly not. For if a law had been given that could give life, then righteousness would indeed be by the law. But the scriptures imprisoned everything under sin so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. So the law was an intermediary. The law was, you see here, in some sense meant to be temporary. It imprisoned everything under sin. But now we have the promise of 
faith. And verse 23, now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. And so then he refers to the law using kind of another example as a guardian. The law was our guardian. But now Christ has come. Christ has come now. We don't need the guardian anymore. Uh, We don't need this temporary measure because now we have the fulfillment that this was pointed to. So I think this clearly shows us that the law of Moses was meant to be kind of an intermediary until Christ came. And now he's going to start making the point, we are no longer under a guardian, we are under Christ. And I think this text starts to make it clear uh, to those of us who are saved now, we are not under the Mosaic covenant. We are not under the Mosaic law. And you might say, well, maybe that makes sense to you because you're like, yeah, I know I don't need to be circumcised to be saved. I'm certainly not offering sacrifices anymore. That seems pretty clear from the Bible. Um, But maybe you think, well, but aren't there some things that I'm still supposed to do? And often you've heard uh, the Mosaic law even divided into a few different parts. There's the ceremonial part. Think of the sacrifices being a good example. There's the civil part because the Mosaic law was not only a religious thing, it was a national thing. These were laws given to govern a nation. So there were there was the civil component that even measured out the kinds of punishments that were meant to be used. And then there is what we would refer to as the moral law. And Many of the Ten Commandments you think of as the best examples of that. You shouldn't commit adultery. You shouldn't bear false witness. You shouldn't murder. These are moral commandments uh, that we should keep. And many times you've maybe heard it explained, well, now as a New Testament Christian, I don't really have to do the ceremony or the civil stuff anymore, but I'm still supposed to do the moral law. And I would say that gets you to the right place, but I don't think it's the right and most biblical way to get there. Because as we're seeing here, hey, if you are in Christ, if you have faith, you're not under the guardian, verse 25, you are sons of God through faith. You have put on Christ. So you are not under the law, you are in Christ. And that's what I'm saying. You end up in that same place. Because what we're going to see, especially in chapter five is, oh, I'm I'm not under the Mosaic law. I can just go do whatever I want. No, why would you do that? And we see that also in Romans, the, the thought, well, if it's by grace, why not sin that grace may abound? And Paul shows us how foolish that is. No, in Christ, you have been set free from sin, set free to pursue what is right and what is righteous and the righteous one, Jesus Christ. So now we are in Christ. And again, it's not through the works of the law that we pursue these right things or seek to grow our intimacy with Christ. It is by hearing through faith. I hear what God says. And that's where we are not under the law, but we're still reading through the New Testament. And we'll be going through that, Lord willing, in the podcast next year, because there is still so much to learn there because we see the character of God. We see the value of the the rules that he has set down. And now that we are in Christ, we have been given a new heart to do what God says and to walk in freedom from our 
sin. So you see here this illustration that he's using, that the Mosaic Covenant doesn't change the terms of the promises that God made to Abraham. And the Mosaic Covenant was given for a purpose and for a time, and that time has now come in Christ. And again, maybe you're hearing some of this and saying, well, if Christians aren't under the law, then don't we become antinomian, as has been often referred to, that to those that describe uh, Christian life as well, we don't need to obey. We don't need to do anything the law says. Doesn't this kind of thinking lead to that lawless living place? And again, just keep with us through the book of Galatians because we will see so clearly, no, that's not where this road leads. This road leads away from the deeds of the flesh and it leads into an increasing measure of the fruit of the Spirit. So the book of Galatians is an interesting one because it's really dealing with an issue that most listeners to this podcast, I doubt, are really struggling with. I doubt most of you are being taught or pressured or compelled to get circumcised because that will make you really saved or that will really mean that you're serious or obedient. Most of us aren't dealing with that. But I hope you do see how this does get to these core issues of our lives as Christians, that I believe God and that's why I'm following him. It's not about works. It's not about ceremony. It's not about externals. It's about hearing with faith. That's the way it was for Abraham. That's the way it was really supposed to be even under the law of Moses. And that's the way it is now in Christ. And that really answers, again, as we've been seeing, some of these central questions of the Christian life. So the book of Galatians, different issue than maybe what you're dealing with, but still relevant to us today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.